0: Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: You're listening to the Fish Untamed Podcast, your home for fly fishing the backcountry. This is episode 94 with Mel Moss on our 2022 recap and 2023 goals. All right, three, two, one...
2: Oh, it got all uh, over my yep. computer board. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers, Katie. I hope your computer's okay. <laughs> it's just my work <laughs> laptop. No big deal. I just um, realized
1: that instead of reaching to the camera with my beer, I reached to my microphone because I knew that's where the sound was going. But <laughs> that wasn't really a cheers motion to you on the camera.
2: Well, the, What are you drinking? I was just going to ask you that. That's a very important question. I'm actually drinking a... Um, Beer from our friends' brewery in Minnesota. It's a cool. What kind of beer is it? It's a German lager. Nice. I have a hazer tag, which is
1: a hazy IPA from Odell.
2: Ooh,
1: out here I like this one a lot. We get it in the Costco mix pack, or in a Costco mix pack.
2: Nice. That's the way to go. Well, cheers. Yeah, cheers again. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, so. Um, well, I, I'm actually glad we followed through on this because last year we had wrapped up our like new year's resolutions, which I think we did in like February or March. We were a little delayed. Yeah. Um, but we, but we talked about how we're going to tune back in and when we said it, there was a part of me, it was like, okay, but then we're actually here doing it. So good
2: for us. We're here to good talk about us. whether we achieved our goals. Yeah. And where we're going this year. Yep. This is the second annual chat, beers and cheers in the new year. Chat, oh, yeah. beers and <laughs> cheers. <laughs> forgot. I forgot you came up with that really roll off the tongue phrase for this, doesn't it? Though, um, yeah. And I would like to make a quick shout out. Um, this I would like to dedicate to Mike and any of, knew- other, <laughs> any of the other any of the other listeners that like to listen to us chat about just random fishing stuff. Very well. Random.
1: I have no idea if people like these episodes or not, but this I think I said it last time too. Your episodes make up like a large percentage of my overall episodes, and. Mike always raves about him, so that's all we need, really. That is. Yeah, we just need the
2: one super fan,
1: really. Well, he'll be listening as soon as it comes out, I I assure you. He's (laughs) probably listening through the walls right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of getting a little preview.
1: Yep. Cool. Well, I'm going to let you start because I have three for um, each. Three goals from this past year that we'll talk about and um, three for next or for this coming year and you said you have four so i'll let you go first so we can alternate um and just Perfect. in case people didn't listen to the last time um basically the format is we're just going to go through uh the goals that we had set for ourselves the fishing related goals we had set for ourselves for this year or for 2022 um and then talk about whether we accomplished them or not and you know why we did or did not get around to accomplishing them and then move into what we were planning for this year and what our goals are coming up for 2023 So does that sound good to you? Perfect. That sounds great. All right.
2: I'll let you kick it off.
1: Tell me what your goal was from last year and whether you accomplished
2: it. Um, And I I do have to admit, and you'll admit this too, that we had to re-listen to our old podcast because um, we had to be reminded of exactly what our goals were.
1: Okay. So first goal for both of us for this coming year is to
2: like actually write them down and not just stumble into accomplishing them. (laughs) Right. Um, I had them mentally. I had them mentally. I think I missed like one uh, in my head. I I was like, I don't remember what one of them was, but the other ones I had mentally um, noted. However, what we didn't do is email each other, with this list and hold each other accountable as we said we would
1: group goal for this year overall is to actually follow through on these like things that we talk about that we're going to hold each other accountable via email um actually write these down and post them somewhere that i see instead of just remembering two out of three of them (laughs) i need them on sticky
2: notes by my mirror when i'm brushing my teeth i think that's the best way so we're gonna write
1: that as a group goal preemptively to uh (laughs) Account accountability here.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, so my first, I'm going to go through through the order that I talked about them in the last podcast, and it's it's really sad because I have to start with a goal that I didn't accomplish. <laughs> uh, well, it, no, you only go up from there. Perfect. That's true. So my first goal was um, just to remind everyone I live in Idaho, the northern panhandle of Idaho, and so I I kind of was talking a lot about. My local goals last year, and just to remind everyone, I my local radius is about three to four hours of drive time. <laughs> so I wanted to explore a lot of local local rivers, and some one of them was the Blackfoot River in uh, near Missoula, Montana, which is about a three hour drive for me. And I mentioned in the last podcast that. We had potentially talked about Jarrett and myself, my husband Jarrett, um, getting a raft that would kind of entice us to go over to more of those Montana rivers and, and explore them. And the Blackfoot River is not really one, because you and I fished it together, it's not really one that requires a raft necessarily. It would be fun, but it doesn't really require one. We did not end up getting a raft yet and i did not end up getting to the blackfoot river last year and i have absolutely no good excuse for why no good excuse um so i did get over to rock creek near missoula and we fished that um which you drive right by the blackfoot or the at least the exit to go to the blackfoot river and I don't know why I didn't put that as a priority. I was like, let's just go back to Rock Creek. We love Rock Creek. And um, yeah, so no no good excuse. Okay. So uh, question then, was it,
1: did, had you thought about it? Like as you're driving past the Blackfoot, man, that was a goal, but we're just really in the mood to fish Rock Creek? Or did it not even occur to you that you had said that you were going to do that and therefore you just went to the first place that you decided you wanted to fish?
2: It didn't even occur to me. So I think that's, the goal that i kind of was blanking on um, yeah, okay. and we we decided to book this little a-frame cabin that we always stay at in uh, right near rock creek it was just kind of a spur of the moment hey let you know next weekend let's try to get that a-frame and go to rock creek so it was very much kind of spontaneous planning and and, um, just a space on my end that I really wanted to get to the Blackfoot, but it was also a colder time of year. So we would have been camping along the tent camping along the Blackfoot versus this little A-frame anyways. So I think it was Easter, April. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, of all the goals, I, I remember one of your other ones that I think is inherently more interesting. Um, yeah. I don't remember what your third one is. So I'm actually uh, curious for you to remind me, um, but I feel like just fishing, like you know, the Blackfoot, which you're close enough to Montana that it's not a huge thing for right. you to go over there and do that. Like it's not, you know, if the fact that you didn't do it, it's not going to be hard for you to accomplish it if you actually put a little bit of effort into it. So yeah. hopefully that'll come back around and and not be hard for you to to get in a future. I don't not, No spoilers. Maybe a future <laughs> goal.
2: <laughs> don't you be giving away 2023. <laughs> I don't know what your
1: goals are. We haven't told each other uh, any of our future goals. So true. Um. All right. Great. What was your uh, first one? So I will also start with the one I did not accomplish because we can just get those out of the way because they're kind of boring. Like we didn't. Yeah. do them. Um And mine was I, I started off well, but I had a goal of being more consistent about fly tying, which I did start off the year strong. I would go down to the basement and like tie a couple of flies every day like I had said I was going to. And I progressed. But then like right after we talked, uh, my semester started up and I, I've been taking the last two semesters, I've taken a pretty heavy load of classes. So I would often be up until like 10, 11 at night doing homework on the computer and my eyes would just be like burning. And I just want to get away and go to bed Um, because I have to wake up early the next morning and start all over again. So uh, I started off strong and then it just kind of petered out. It was always the thing during the day that would get chopped if I ran out of time. You know, there's the things I need to do and then there's that. Uh, So yeah, that one, it's, this is the one I told you that I, there was no real quantification of it. It was just, you know, do more of this. But yep. I told you, it was like really obvious to me that I hadn't accomplished it because I, I kept it up for maybe like two, two or three months where I would do it regularly. And then okay. it just kind of fell by the wayside. So definitely didn't accomplish it, but I, I made some progress and I started it. So, um, I'll give myself like a D plus on that. <laughs> wow. <goal. laughs> Can't wow. really reach for the stars. <laughs> no
2: kidding. Uh, did you end up <laughs> in those two or three months tying anything that challenged you that you were proud of? Uh, I wouldn't say there was a
1: ton of challenge because I still, I still tie like very basic patterns. So I'm not doing anything. I'm not like spinning deer hair or anything. Okay. Um, but I felt like I did, one thing I felt that I did well in that time was um, perfect patterns that I used to tie really ugly versions of. So I'd like, you know, make, make something that, you know, fish should probably eat, but it does not look good you know, in your fly box. And I feel like I would tie enough of the same patterns over and over again. Like, you know, I could nail an RS too, like that kind of stuff where, you know, if I I can tie a couple of flies really well. And at the end of the day, you know, if I can tie the flies that I really like using and tie those well, you know, that's, that is some sort of achievement forward. So I would like to get, that that wasn't really my goal, but I was able to get something from it at least.
2: Yeah. Well, that's way better than me. I don't tie. So (laughs) maybe that's a future (laughs) goal.
1: Yeah, I know. We'll find out. But that's really all I have to say on that. Like, it's not super exciting. um, Yeah. Because I didn't accomplish it. So,
2: I do have one additional question about that, or I guess comment um, more so, because you had said, you know, I really only need to go down and tie 10 minutes worth or something, get one or two flies tied. But to be fair to you, that (laughs) when you're tired and that and your day is wrapping up, that seems like a lot of energy, still, because honestly, you probably would get caught up in what—probably more like thirty minutes. I feel like it's That's really what, hard. What always happen, yeah. It's really hard to just put it down after one or two, or even if you, you know, did finish one or two in ten minutes. It. I feel like you're. You've gotten all the stuff out. You're, you know, kind of warming up, so to speak. Why not tie more?
1: And that's the the big problem I encountered is I told myself I don't need to tie a lot. Like I can go down and tie for, you know, a couple of minutes. That works well with the really simple patterns because I can fit in some pretty simple patterns in 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, but as they get more complicated, suddenly it's going to take me most of that time to get through a single fly when I'm still new to that pattern. Um, and also the setup, the setup is the biggest hurdle because if I want to tie a pattern that's different than the one I've been tying, you know, the day before and have all the stuff sitting there, I've got to go through and find everything I need. Um, and you know, cut everything to length and all that. And that part could take the amount of time that I would like to dedicate to fly tying that day. And so it's kind of like, if I want to tie something different, I've got to go through that setup and dedicate more time to it. But then I also have to kind of switch my brain over to this new pattern which again when you're new takes some time like it's not as easy as making a recipe you've made ten thousand times you know it's it's still new to me so i still have to kind of read through the the steps and make sure i'm doing everything right and look at the pictures so um i think it'll get faster with time and that'll maybe allow me to fit more into a short time and that'll i guess we'll time will tell on that time will tell
2: (laughs) awesome All all right what's your number two so my number two was uh, we have the river that we go to. That's the closest for us, about a half hour drive or so, was the one that I was saying last year. We have all these spots, uh, pull-out spots that we fish the same zones every time we go. And if you drive way up that river road, there's a spot you can access um, the North Fork of that river with walk-in only access on this hiking trail and I really had wanted to devote a weekend going back in there and exploring and possibly camping overnight maybe two nights or so and really getting deep within that wilderness area um we i would say i give myself a mm, c plus <laughs> b minus maybe <laughs> on that okay. goal uh we ended up going we did go it was early season, and I didn't really realize how how terribly high the river was. So we hiked in. Um, we didn't prep for an overnight. We kind of just thought it was going to be a scouting mission, a day a day hike. Um, so we didn't have any overnight gear, and we ended up realizing how high the river was. We d- we didn't get to get in very far because you have to cross the river multiple times to really. You get cliffed out, so you have to cross. And I'm talking big cliffs. Have you you ever been to Horseshoe Bend in Arizona? I haven't, but I've seen pictures. Yeah, so where the Colorado curves way around. I called it our own little uh, Horseshoe Bend because there was this area where the river made that same shape, and you're looking at it from hundreds of feet up on this cliff. It was so beautiful. Uh, But you kind of have to then scramble your way down to the left and then cross to get further back. Anyway, we fished probably a half a day or so. Uh, Jarrett caught one cutthroat. I think, um, I was hanging out with Maddie more of the time, but, (laughs) uh, and I just, it was so high. There were really, really limited spots that you could fish. So, and then we didn't end up going back the rest of the summer. Summer got away from me. So that's still kind of, um, kind of on the to-do list, but at least we we scouted it and we kind of know what to expect getting back in there a little bit.
1: What was the verbiage of your goal for that? Because I feel like if you went there, if your goal was to go there and fish it and you did that, then I say you accomplished the goal. And like, there's a the caveat that it wasn't very good, which is right. gonna be similar to something I'm going to say too. But like, I wouldn't sell yourself short if you did What you went there to do? Um, Well, my verbiage
2: had two overnight, two nights in the backcountry back there. Okay, so I, yeah, I feel like I I shorted myself there. (laughs)
1: Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I I get the B minus then, but I'm going to give it to you. I think you. I think you accomplished it. All
2: right. I think you
1: accomplished it for the purposes of this call. Perfect. I'll take it.
2: You did it. (laughs) Thanks, teacher. Given me a better grade than I gave myself. I like it.
1: Cool, well, my second one, I'll do, I'm just gonna follow you, follow you uh, kind of goal for goal because we had some similar, uh, s- similar in that my second one is also location. And the way I had phrased it was I wanted to go to one of two lakes uh, that one of my buddies had told me about. One had big brook trout, one had big cutthroats. And you had wrongly predicted that I would go to the <gasps> brook trout lake. <laughs> yeah, you're the because- brook trout lady. Yes, but alas, I went to the Cutthroat Lake, so uh, I did. I accomplished it, um, but the fishing sucked. Oh (laughs) no! So bad. Tell me more. Um, So I, I'm giving myself the accomplishment of going there, and I'm treating it almost as like I've written this lake off. I'm not going back because the fishing wasn't bad. You know, this is a lake. I wasn't subject to high water or something like that. It was that there had been um, like a fungal infection that spread across all the fish. And so there were fish there. We didn't see any of the size that was reported. Like my friend had mentioned cutthroats of like 24 inches. And I think the biggest one I saw was maybe 18 inches, which is still nothing to, uh, like scoff at, but I only saw one, maybe one or two fish, even close to that. Most were like 10 to 12 inches and they all had, uh, just like a white fungus growing all over their body and we're all slimy and it looked like they were covered in a film. And um, Mike and I went up for I think two nights and we caught one fish the entire time. I caught really? one like ten in- one 10 inch cutthroat.
2: Were they um, just slow and lethargic and dying?
1: It they moved around um not unusually. Like it they looked fine, but they just wouldn't acknowledge a fly. It was like hmm. they, they were blind to anything you'd throw we threw everything we could think of um and i, I finally cut that one on like a stripped ear nymph for something but uh they were rising occasionally to to what i don't know and mostly in the middle of the lake i don't know if maybe there was some there were some fish out there that were not suffering from the same thing because it was too big to to cast out that far uh but yeah i mean it, it was fun in that we had the lake to ourselves the entire three days we were there um and I want to say we may have been there over a holiday weekend. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it was just a a week. Maybe it was just a weekend in Colorado and I kind of associate all of those with being like a holiday weekend because there's people everywhere. Um yeah. but we didn't see a single person the entire like 3 days, 2 nights we were up there. So, it was a win. It was fun. Um it gave me the chance to write it off and say I don't need to go back there and now I can focus on the other like that the was on Brent my list. Trout lake. So, yes. <laughs> yes. And, so I achieved it but kind of anticlimactic at the
2: end. Sure. And is it in a pretty, uh, non-popular area or why do you think that there was nobody else up there?
1: Um, it is a less trafficked area of Colorado. It's not, I'm not going to, um, give a, what range it's in, but it's, it's a six, six to seven mile hike in. So it weeds people out and there were other things that you could do along the way. So I think people would do a lot of hiking on that trail and stop before they get to the
2: lake. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, I remember you, I remember you saying the Brick Trout Lake is the one that's shorter and doesn't require a whole lot of effort. Is that right?
1: I think so. I don't really remember how far that one is. I don't know if I ever actually looked, um, okay. but this one was long enough that it would keep out basically all day traffic and it's just not a heavily trafficked area in general. So there just happened to be no one backpacking there when we were there. Um, nice. I think it's just kind of the look of the draw. Right on.
2: But yeah, that's that one. Cool. What's your, uh, what's your third one? All right. The third one, is this the one you can't remember what it was? you need a refresher? Uh, No, that's the one that I knew. This is the one I knew. This is the one you know. Okay. Um, well, oh, so, wait.
1: I don't know. You have two left. I don't know which one this I have is. Two, yeah, I have two left. Uh, okay, so I don't know which one you're about to say. Okay.
2: So the third goal for 2022 that I had was to go back to British Columbia and fish where we... Okay. Returned. Not this one then. I remember your last one. Okay. This So... I wanted to go back where Jarrett and I got engaged and fish it again because it's been, what, seven years, I guess, since going there. And to be fair, COVID took a few of those years, a couple of those years away from us from even being able to. And then we also lived in Arizona, uh, another couple of those. But it still seems like way too long we let go by uh, between getting engaged up there and having the – most insane bull trout fishing experience I've ever had and going back this year so we took a couple of our friends who moved out here recently from Wisconsin and they're in the early stages they fly fished uh sev- a handful of times I would say um to where they are right they're kind of in that phase of getting really amped up about it, getting all their gear, kind of accumulating everything, and getting really excited about going, so we uh, we had planned it a couple of months in advance. Got an Airbnb, um, which was really cool. This guy rented out his rented out an RV right on his property across the road from the river. So it was kind of really rural, really beautiful area, and um, we had gorgeous weather. It was sunny. I think we fished the bull trout river two days. And then there was another river we went to a third day. Um, But unfortunately, so the bull trout, the bullies were there. Jarrett caught one. um, But, and we saw them in the river in certain parts, you know, like we come up, we came up to this one bend, really deep, slow pool. And there were, I think, eight hanging out, just chilling in there. And we worked that pool for, I bet you over two hours, all of us switching off, throwing super deep nymph rigs streamers at them. I guarantee my streamers went in front of their faces like many times I was, it was really frustrating. They just weren't. And I know that about bull bullies, like they're, they can be really temperamental and just, you have to hit them on the right day. Um, Mm but i just we had that experience um if anyone went and watched the best catch a fly fishing proposal did you have it on repeat when you were doing no, the i was fly just tie? thinking when i when
1: i listened to that episode back and i realized i don't know if i linked it in the notes like i said i was going to so oh. if i didn't i will i'm gonna make a note to link it in this one um in case anyone couldn't you know type the words into Google, into youtube <laughs> i know i think, said like five times i think we
2: said it enough times for people to yeah. remember it <laughs> well anyways uh after that first trip we had there which nothing will compare to it was i think we caught 18 or something in one day anyway um so this trip was i think a little bit for me it, the fishing wasn't great but i i have a feeling it was cuz i was we were kind of, I don't know, sharing the spots. It was kind of far and few between. You had to walk a long ways along the river and then you'd get to a decent run. And I'd want my friends to step in and fish. Um, and they they caught a, a decent amount of cutthroat, but they really weren't big. They were very normal size for what I would consider normal for around here. To um, so whereas in my memory, I remember them being you know upwards of 16 inches on the lower end and uh, and the upwards so I think they were maybe I don't know 12 14 something like that 14 and a half maybe um, <laughs> but Fallback. yeah a little throwback um so yeah that it was great I was so happy to be back in that area just because it's such a beautiful and remote spot but I do remember talking to our Airbnb host who, also fishes a lot. And he said that that area has been getting a lot more pressure over the past few years and the bull trout are being really finicky. So, and just the, all the fish in there really. Um, so it was, I don't know, we, the, the third river we went to kind of on our way home actually fished the best. So the one that, okay, yeah. So
1: but, and what was in that? like what what kind of fish were in that river?
2: Um, those were mostly cutties as well, so you accomplished that goal. It just like
1: didn't turn out as well as you had envisioned it, but I mean, yeah that's, we 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 can't judge fishing goals based on how well the fishing went because yeah. that's just not something that you can uh, correct necessarily control. So, yeah, you definitely yeah. accomplished that goal,
2: check, check. um, yeah, I and those location ones are it's like, a, did you do it, or did you not? So those are easy. yes. Versus more of the concept goals, or I want to learn more about this or that. Those are harder to right. to um, quantify, but yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad you made it up there, especially since you had been, you know, trying to get back for so long that. Yeah. Uh, even if the fishing wasn't good, I'm sure just being back in that place, like where you got engaged and everything, is just fun for itself for its own sake.
2: It was. It really was, and it gave us the motivation to plan more Canada trips. Uh, just talking to locals and saying, and them telling us, oh, you got to go check out this river, actually. Oh, you got to go up to this spot. It's so beautiful. If you think this spot's gorgeous, you need to go up there. So we have more on our list now because of going there again and talking to people. So that's really cool.
1: Now, when you say locals, do you mean people that live within like three to four hours of <laughs> <spot> or- <laughs>
2: Okay, let me rephrase that.
1: Canadians.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Great. Yeah. So... um my last one... Oh, are you are you done? Yep. Okay. I just didn't want to make make sure I didn't cut you off. Uh, my last one was catching a pike on the fly, and I did accomplish this goal. I didn't accomplish it how I had expected to. So I I didn't specify um, that it had to be caught a certain place, but I did say in la- the last episode how I intended to go about it, and it's not how I ended up doing it. Um, I actually caught it with the Sasquatch crew uh, over the summer, and I do want to get more deliberate about catching pike on the fly because the one thing I was disappointed about, I had, I mean, it was a ton of fun. Um, it was a beautiful fish. We kept it and fried it up. Um, but the only thing that I kind of regret is that I wasn't necessarily fishing for pike in like a pike fishy kind of way. Um, I went to the outlet, or I guess no, the inlet. I went to the inlet um, of this reservoir, and I was kind of trying to catch big trout hanging out in that area, but I knew that there were pike around and that I might catch one. So I threw on kind of like a a big woolly bugger or woolly bugger type fly. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was kind of like, I'm guessing I'm going to catch trout. I'm kind of trying to catch trout, but I know that a pike's a possibility. So I wasn't fishing like a big pike fly with like a wire leader. I wasn't doing deliberately pike fishy things yeah. um i just knew that it was a possibility and turns out the only fish i caught was a pike so it worked out um and so i definitely accomplished it happy with it um yeah. i was kind of secretly hoping i would catch a pike but if i were to kind of mold this goal i'm i'm not listing pike again for this coming year but if i were to um i would kind of rephrase it to say like i want to deliberately go out fish for pike in a more standard pike fishing kind of way and more reliably catch them instead of like, I'm going out for trout, but I know there's yeah. pike. And I right. know that they can kind of overlap with the flies you're using. Um, sure. So definitely accomplished it, but I'll give myself an A minus on that one. All
2: right. Just, I like that. I would agree. I'll give myself yeah. an A
1: if I go and do it more deliberately next
2: time. <laughs> How big was this pike? Um, maybe
1: 20 to 22 inches, something like that. We didn't. I don't know if I measured it, but it was somewhere in that range.
2: Nice. Pretty good. Do you remember what tippet you were using? Was it like I don't know, probably five
1: like x? No, really? no, you like, no, you're right. I probably was not using five x if I had a streamer on. I probably yeah, either three or four x. That's yeah. still so impressive.
2: Yeah, it um,
1: you know, every pike I've ever caught has been like that because I've caught a lot of pike on spin gear, and generally when I'm fishing, it kind of the same way. I don't usually deliberately target pike in in a pike fishing kind of way, uh, I've caught them mostly fishing in places that I know have pike and smallmouth bass and walleye and all these other things that can call all kind of eat the same thing. You know, you throw on like a three or four inch long lure and you might catch one of many, many species. Um, and every pike I've ever caught and a muskie have all been caught like without a wire leader, without anything special, just like basically fishing with bass fishing gear and having it happen, um, organically i guess which is kind of (laughs) cool when it happens but also like i i like that deliberateness about doing everything right and getting the result you wanted versus just kind of stumbling into these things um but yeah all the pike i've i've caught i'm sure i've broken pike off that i didn't even know i didn't even know what they were because they were gone before i knew um but i haven't had like terrible luck landing pike without um like line designed for that I yeah. guess if they oh. get hooked in the if they get hooked in the right part of the mouth like you're going to avoid the teeth so right um, maybe i've just got lucky can't remember there.
2: i think it's been several years now since i've since i caught that pike on the fly and i was targeting them we were in the boundary waters and i don't know i believe i had a wire leader on i'm pretty sure because and then i used one of those pike flies that are like i don't know 6 8 inches long something like that yeah yeah.
1: See, I like using those intermediate flies though, even though I, I wanna be more deliberate about it. I like knowing that I could catch like anything. You know, I like throwing on a two to three inch bugger and knowing, hey, there's big trout in here, there's pike in here. Like whatever's around might eat this. I like that more than I'm throwing on this eight inch fly and now I'm really limiting myself to only the fish that are big enough to eat that, which is you get to that point when you've caught enough of a certain species to not care. Like you want to catch just the biggest, but I haven't caught enough right. pike um, on any style of gear to want to only catch trophy pike. Like I just like catching pike when I do. Um, yeah. I like catching big trout. I like catching it all. So I don't, I like to kind of keep my options open.
2: And it's kind of, I mean, that's part of the fun of fishing. I, whenever there's multiple yeah. species in a river, I'm always so excited to see what it is. Yep. Same. So. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. And if I'm real lucky, it's a whitefish.
2: Really really lucky.
1: (laughs) A master angler, whitefish at that. A master angler. I got the brook trout one too. Do you did? I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Awesome. I got it hanging on my wall right now for all to see.
2: (laughs) And that patch that's the same as the whitefish. It's the same.
1: That's so disappointing. I, I like i they need to they need to put a little extra effort into at least making it different for each year I don't even need to have this specific fish on it it just needs to be that if you got one this year it looks you know this this year's design yeah so just yeah. Uh, if anyone from cpw is listening um redo your patches to be new every year <laughs> <laughs> so people yeah. keep wanting them
2: <laughs> all right what's your last all right my um, final 2022? 2022 22 goal is I had uh wanted to catch a jungle perch because I was going to Guam to visit my brother in May. Um and so I deliberately packed my five piece little three four weight rod and um what is it? It is a four weight, yeah. Do you have one of those the uh, Elkhorn? No. I love it because it's a five piece. So anyways, very packable. Um, and I packed a pretty healthy assortment of flies um, as well because I had no idea what they were gonna eat. And I remember how we talked about that couple on YouTube that um, it was really the only YouTube videos that I could find on Guam Jungle Perch um, was that couple. And so I watched some of those a little bit more after our last episode to kind of prep for what they might what I might need to use to catch these guys. And um, they were actually making some lures out of bottle caps. They're like these jungle perch for no rhyme or reason. I can we cannot figure out what they're, what they eat. You know, like some days we'll be able to catch certain them or we'll be able to catch one or a few or in other days, nothing. And you see them, you're seeing them in these pools below waterfalls and everything like that. So, I was a little I was a little unsure as to how or what I was going to try to catch them with. So, I packed some streamers, small streamers, uh dry fly patterns, just the standard ones included ants and terrestrials. And then um I packed poppers, like bass poppers. <laughs> I just <laughs> like threw a bunch of nymphs in there. I wasn't sure. So, we ended up going on a couple, I think, actually, I think it was just one hike. Um, and the water levels were really low inland as well. Um, and so my brother was a little skeptical if we were even gonna find them or find good spots to try to fish for them or, or whatnot. And he said, unfortunately, we only had that one hike to have the opportunity to do so. So, um, packed up all my stuff and we get down into this, jungle ravine, um, and the water was a trickle where the normal river is. And I'm like, oh no. oh, no. So hiked along it, get down to this below this waterfall. And sure enough, there was a ton of them in this pool, um, probably more than usual because they all have to
0: <laughs> they all cluster have to be in that
2: spot. <laughs> yep. And so I thought, oh, gosh, this is going to be so easy. There's so many of them. Um, and I think even when we arrived, they were maybe, I think they were rising or eating something off the surface anyways, gentle jungle perch for sure, because we put our feet in and they started, <laughs> they started nibbling. Like you said, they did. They did. Really. Yes. I mean, very, they are gentle nibbles, but they did. Yeah. So it's, that's funny that they'll eat you, but not what you want to throw I know. them. I know. And they're, they're startling. Cause you're just dangling your toes in there, wiggling your toes. Or we, even when we were at a different waterfall and just kind of like, you know, playing around in the water and it was kind of murky water and we're like, ah, what was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so anyways, I cannot remember, actually we, I didn't catch any in there and we gave it a really good shot. I think we were there for 30 minutes or so. And I kept, um casting a certain fly up just a couple of times and I knew that, you know, I'd run my streamer by some or they had seen my dry fly on the surface or whatever. So I kept switching it up. I probably switched up my fly 10 plus times in that particular pool. And I was bummed cause I'm like, this is maybe my only shot at them and I can see them. And it was a big goal for me just cause it was a destination goal, you know? And so we kept going downstream and ended up finding this other smaller waterfall um cascade with a pool that had a few in them and finally i ended up throwing on a like a purple sparkly ant one of my of course favorites. it was purple I-, I know i think it's one of the ones i sent you for your your christmas uh fly the exchange 12, last 12 year 12 flies of christmas the 12 fly- flies of christmas yeah we should touch on that Um, if people want fun ideas with their fishy fly fishing friends for Christmas. Anyways, uh, so yeah, um, I ended up casting that one probably five, six times and this little tiny jungle perch hit it out of nowhere. I was actually so surprised. How Um, tiny is tiny? I think he, he was maybe three to four inches palm sized. Yeah. And they're really pretty. Got these fun, like black spots on their fins and, um, I think, actually, I flung him behind me because I was so Uh-oh. shocked that he hit. I think it was one of those.
1: <laughs> That's what happens with those little guys.
2: I know. You know, I don't, I don't know
1: enough about Jungle Perch to, like, say anything educated. So, you know, this is just me brainstorming. But yeah. I feel, like, when I picture these perch in what I assume is kind of a remote area, probably don't get fished very often. If this one couple on YouTube is the only resource you could find that they don't all attack whatever lands on the water like fish in a tank being fed fish food. Like that's what I picture happening. um, And especially with my only experience being I get in the water and they all rush to me and start nibbling. Mm -hmm. Like they seemed kind of ravenous. And I just picture this clear pool, food occasionally falls in and they just like swarm. And so I was really surprised to hear that it was difficult to get one to take anything. I know. But I don't know anything about them. Like, this is just what I'm picturing in my mind.
2: That's what I pictured, too, when we got to that first pool. Oh, easy. This this (laughs) goal's getting checked off immediately. (laughs) Well, you still got to
1: check it off. I mean, any perch is a good perch. I don't care if it's three or four inches long. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) There were
2: slightly larger ones in there. But listen, I was very happy with that. As soon as I caught that one, I was like, yes, one of my goals for 2022.
1: Is there any part of you that wants to go back and try for more, or is that is that kind of like a ship that sailed? I'm so satisfied with just that. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Honestly, if I were to go back, it would be more of the deep sea fishing that I would have interest in.
1: Oh, okay. That's surprising. Yeah. Um, would you be uh, fishing with a fly rod, or would this be like a trolling, or I don't know, dropping bait down deep, or if, you know, what what would you be doing?
2: More trolling. Uh, my brother had a boat. That we went out and did some really – I mean, we were like 11 miles offshore um, doing some chasing the bird flocks type of fishing. Okay. And trolling. And we ended up hooking into a wahoo, and we saw it. It was right next to the boat, and it snapped the line as soon as it Uh, got right next to the boat. I know. Did you catch other stuff, or or, uh, was that like the only thing? That was the only thing. I think we put two – Uh, I think we were out on the boat three days, but they weren't full days because you get out there really, really early and then it gets really hot. And, um, but yeah, we, we put in quite a bit of time and, uh, we heard from other fishermen around the area that my brother knows that it was really tough fishing that week. So that was, I mean, reassuring that we weren't just the only ones getting, uh, pretty much skunked. <laughs> so, Yeah, I
1: feel like you had some, like, tough trips this year. Like, you went out – I think you went out with your dad at one point, and you said the fishing yeah. was just, like, kind of lackluster. And then this one – like, a lot of, like, going places, and then it was okay, but not, like, what you would want it to be.
2: Yep, yep. We actually met up with Rebecca. Oh, cool. Um, and that was one of the rivers around here, and my parents were with us for that one. And, yeah, I just was a little bit – bummed about the fishing there because I talked it up so much. Cause that was the river that I first introduced Jarrett to fly fishing. And we caught 50 cutties within a matter of an afternoon. Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, it was, yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, we caught fish, but I also think my parents, uh it's a bummer to say, but we've gone to Wyoming, and they have that size of trout in mind.
1: Oh, yeah. Your parents need to go other places so as to, I like, know. know what a normal-sized trout is like.
2: However, they did fish a fair amount in Rocky Mountain National Park, you know, when we were out there. Okay. And that'll so... definitely bring their uh, expectations down to reality. <laughs> I know. I know. I just think that every they're, – they're big fi- – fly fishing outings in the past years um in recent history have been wyoming and so (laughs) yeah they did want to uh catch other species and they were really excited about the prospect to catch the west slope cutthroat out here and so we did that and they were very excited about it oh that's good yeah
1: you gotta uh tailor your expectations to like what or not your expectations but just like what you're gonna get out of it and Maybe that's not always the biggest fish, but you can at least find something to to look forward to. Right. Cool. So do you have uh, four of this year's goals Um, too or just three?
2: So I have, I have three and a half. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) I just feel like the, oh, I actually do have one more thing to add before we jump into looking ahead. Okay. Looking forward. Um, You may I remind you, had harassed me into setting one additional goal for 2022. And that was to come out to Colorado. And guess what? Checkity check. I did it. That's true.
1: That's true. I was thinking about that and I was like, Mel didn't even come out here. And I was like, oh, she totally did. (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed you hadn't. Uh But then I was like, oh, no, we We definitely fished together.
2: We did. And that was so fun to be fishing again together. And I just love – you know, not just the fishing itself, but the whole, the whole thing that accompanies it when I'm with you. Right. So the camping part, the, just like having a beer and chatting on a rock part, like all of it. So it was really fun to do that again, finally.
1: And the fishing was pretty good, but Honestly, if if we hadn't fished at all, I would have still had the best time. Like, because it was you, me, and a bunch of other like old guides that got back together, and I was like yeah. so much more concerned with just like hanging out with people and like looking at old photos together and talking about stuff, and like occasionally someone would pick up a rod and take some casts, but for the most part, uh, it was just hanging out. So yeah, that was that was like definitely one of my favorite uh, weekends
2: this past yeah, year. Me too. I'm so glad we did it.
0: to get 50% off. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: So we'll put a bow on 2022, and overall, we passed. You know, I think we got a passing grade. I got a a D-plus on one, and uh, I think I gave myself an A-minus on the other, and I'm going to give myself... uh, I give myself an A minus for both of the ones that I accomplished, but they weren't as like, they weren't in the way that I had envisioned them, but I did accomplish sure. both. So what, what were your grades again
2: of yourself? Um, Let's see. I had like a, I had an F and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like a B minus and then an A and an A. All right. All right. I think we passed. I think we passed the class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But I mean, like you said, you know, some of the some of the fishing wasn't as I envisioned, but that wasn't part of my I have to remember that it wasn't part of my goal yes. to have the best um the best fishing, the biggest fish, that type of thing. It was to get to these places and experience them
1: so I feel like our goal should never be like unless your goal is like I really want to catch a fish over a certain size and you're going to really work toward that throughout the year the fi- the goal should never yeah. be like go there and have a great uh like fishing experience or I guess no that yeah. that's fine you can have a good experience but like you can't have your goal be I'm going to go there and have a killer day of fishing like that that can't right. be something that you're planning for it has to be like I'm going to go there and let's see what happens
2: right yeah
1: all right, well, I'll let you kick off the goal since you have three and a half and I have three, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, are you starting with a whole one or a half one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so I'll start uh, with just saying that the first couple that I came up with for this upcoming year are, again, one a of, couple of those goals that it's hard to – say yep i did that with you know catching one certain fish going one certain place or having like one certain weekend um these are more of things that i want to kind of you know consciously devote time and thought to and try to learn or whatever so so i'll start with my first one and and that's that i i would like to i, I think i'm coming back to a phase in my fishing, fly fishing career that I get a lot more joy, not more because I love catching fish for myself, but I am getting so much joy from introducing people who are newer to it again um, to this sport and getting them really involved in it and seeing the hype that they have for it. Um, And I had some of those, I think this is kind of stemming from having a couple of those experiences this past year um and, and on a separate occasion I went backpacking to an alpine lake with my dad. This was not the river fishing with my mom as well and we brought my little um my little five piece again and there we saw a fish rising I knew they were a little tiny I, I didn't know what they were but I knew they were teeny tiny and I was like, you know what this is gonna be really fun just to like, practice long casting with my dad. Cause we had this really nice wide open rock we could cast on uh-huh. and have the longest back cast ever. And so we were just having a ball, um, just seeing like how far we could cast this dry fly out and the fish weren't eating like our fly. I was like, Wh- whatever, let's just practice. This is so much fun. And my dad was having so much fun. He's like, that was such a good cast. I'm so <laughs> proud of that one. Or like, Oh, that was shit. So, um, we kind of took turns and finally my dad actually did end up catching one. It, they're tiny little brookies and it was really cute and really fun. And But, you know, it was just really fun seeing the him get so into it. And I had the same kind of experience with my friend Sam, the one that came to uh, British Columbia with us. We also hiked up to an alpine lake and that one, that afternoon there was nothing happening on the surface. And I think I saw two fish swim by, but I just, set up the fly rod and we took turns casting and she was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot how fun this is. And it's just like, you know, it's the whole thing. It's the um going somewhere. You, you know, you're taken to these places because there's a potential to fish there that you may not otherwise go to. And then the casting and all of the things that go along with it and not just the fish the catching the fish. So I I have some friends who have expressed interest in Um, you know, kind of just in passing of Mel, I'd really like to go out and fly fish with you. Can we please make that happen? And I feel like those are always those comments that it's like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But then nothing ever comes of it. You know, it's like you're at a party or a get together and somebody you're talking about what you did this summer. And then they just say, oh, you know what? I really actually like to do that. I've seen, you know, I've been seeing all your pictures and I want to go. So um, I, I think that That's a goal. I don't know if I could maybe say, hey, try to take like three people who are newer to fly fishing out this summer and really like give them the experience. Maybe that would be a good goal. I don't
1: know. So three people specifically? I'm going to write it down for you. Okay. Yeah.
2: Let's do it. Three Ah, three people? ah, they, can they, they don't have to be like brand new, right? It can be like my friend, Sam. Who, no, no. Just like take three people who want to learn more. Okay. Is that what you're going for? I think so. Yeah. Because we have a friend, Tyler, who has gone again a handful of times, um, but he mentioned to Jarrett and myself that he wants to go with us. So I think that'd be fu- like a fun goal to set up a weekend with him deliberately to say, hey, I'm, we're taking you to this river. We're going to camp. We're going to fish. We're going to have a blast.
1: That's a very selfless goal. Good job. Hey,
2: thanks. <laughs> but I get something out. Of, it's actually uh, a little bit selfish in that I get, like, I get reward out of it.
1: Wow, it's you're like so that selfish. Guiding. I know. I know. This, it's, it's, it's flipped so quickly. Now I just, think <laughs> you're doing this all for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, remember back to the guiding days when you're like, oh, I just like to go to the river by myself right now. Yeah. Um, I've had enough years in between where I'm like ready to spread the love again. Oh, I've hardened my shell even more. (laughs) (laughs) Only I will say
1: I do, I do enjoy, um, teaching people who are newer. I, I don't, I don't love the people who want to go, but don't, want it that badly so they're like not paying that much attention they're doing it as more of like a novelty experience that's that's what i've kind of moved beyond where i need to know you're like serious about wanting to learn because i want to know that when i'm showing you things you're actually engaged and like absorbing the information like that person i will talk to all day long no problem Mm -hmm. um but i've had enough people that are like texting while i'm trying to tell them something and i'm like "Eh," and i'm losing interest in this are you
2: serious oh my gosh You need to live, you need to bring them to places where there's Zippo zero cell service.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've done like, I've like done casting things for people that like are in town, you know.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. yeah, For me, it's it's more like really good friends that I know are, we're going to have a blast doing it. And it's going to be hilarious and all sorts of things. (laughs) For sure.
1: For sure. Well, that's, that's very altruistic of you. I'm. I'm proud of you. Wow, first goal. thanks,
2: Katie. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to like get <laughs> get your approval in that way, but you know. Yeah, it's now an which extra selfish bonus. goal am I gonna list? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: which goal that's all about me am I gonna <laughs> say next? Um, I'm gonna do the one that feels the most like a cop out first so I don't end on all that. Right. Um <laughs> so I want I want to renew the fly tying goal. Um, for this okay. coming year, um, I will say because it's a bit of a cop out, and I'm just being like, "Well, I didn't do it last time, so I'm going to do it now." I'm going to I'm going to tack on um, another kind of like half. I'm going so instead of your one half that you're going to tack on to the end of your three, I'm going to tack on two half goals together and make them one count as one. So I do. This wanna... is so confusing. <laughs> okay, so listen here. <laughs> We're
2: confusing I, ourselves. I,
1: yeah, no, I feel like fly tying. There's not much to say about it. I'd like to try again and do more of it. But because that feels like a cop-out, I'm also going to say, and this is also a bit of a cop-out goal, um, but I tried to catch a splake this year. Um, I tried a handful of times and I couldn't, I didn't get one. I saw some in the water, like there was a, a lake we went to um, that had a, a rock, so I know they're in there, and they had a rock that I could stand on and look down in the water. And it was very obvious which fish were cutthroats and which ones are splake, and those are the two species that are in there. And I tried and tried and could not get a splake. Now I know I'm going to be really busy with this upcoming year, getting married and everything. So I'm not going to make the goal catching a splake because that seems like it might actually be too lofty. But I have the goal of trying, like trying at one one new spot for a splake, and maybe it won't work out. But I'm going to kind of combine that with the fly tying and say that these two are kind of like half goals where. Fly tying feels kind of boring, like a continuation of last year. And <laughs> trying a location for splake also seems kind of boring. But like, I'm gonna combine those two and make those kind of two half goals that I'm gonna try to do. But um, accomplishing them shouldn't be very hard or very exciting, really, because um, the goal isn't to catch a splake, even though I'd like to. The goal is to get myself out to a new spot and see what happens out there. Because I haven't put I haven't put enough time in yet to catch one, and I'd like to just make myself put a little bit more time into that.
2: Are you combining that with um, trying to use a fly that you have tied? Because then you're no. really putting that goal together. <laughs> Man, fine. <laughs> awesome.
1: Fine. Yes. See it's it's one cohesive goal. Screw your half goals.
2: <laughs> hey, can we go back to something you said during that conversation? No. You're getting married this summer? What? It's, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, congratulate Katie! Yay! Well, it's gonna come
1: up again in the next goal, so we can talk about it. We can talk about it in the next goal.
2: Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Are you ready to move on? To I am ready. Let's hear your next number one. Number two out of three and a half. Okay. So my number two is another vague goal. In how do you that say I vague? Just... What? <laughs> you pronounce vague weird. <laughs> oh, it's because I'm from Minnesota. Say it again. <laughs> Continue on with what you were going to say. I will not say that word again the rest of this, the remainder of this podcast. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> um, this is a goal that's a little hard to <laughs> see if I've accomplished it or not. Um, I would like to, believe it or not, the sector of fly fishing that is entomology, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge in. And I want to learn more and devote more time and energy and, and thought to it. Um, Because I feel like I'm very much of a, I have my flies that I are just my go-tos. Right. And I always know that they're going to probably work whenever in doubt. And so instead of me being like, Oh, those are my backups for when I try to match the hatch and it's not working, I just like go to them. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, I listened to the podcast and I can't remember the gentleman's name that you talked to Rick Haefley. Rick. Yes. I listened to that and I was really intrigued because it's, it's just one of those areas that I don't know much about. And so whether it be me, you know, picking up a book, or listening to some podcast more podcasts about it um something like that I'd, i'd like to just learn more about it and then put it into action so when i get to a river um you know maybe devoting 10 minutes or so just kind of looking around and trying to figure out you know it'd be really fun to go and say hey this morning i think we're gonna i think we've got like size 16 pmds so you know, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to deliberately take out of my box. Um, and I've just really never had that, never had that knowledge or um, not desire because I'd, I'd love to, but it's just another, it seems like a very overwhelming part of fly fishing um, to turn over rocks and know what I'm seeing and looking at. So. Now, how do you I'm think that'll af-
1: affect your desire to go straight to a Purple Tungsten Salvation?
2: Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to put, like, a lockbox.
1: Okay, okay, so, like, break in case of emergency? Yeah. <laughs> how long until it's an emergency? Like, how, how many hours do you have to fish unsuccessfully trying to match the hatch before you break the
2: glass? <laughs>
1: well, what if that is matching the hatch? <laughs> You're just going to convince yourself every day that Purple Tungsten <laughs> salvations are hatching.
2: <laughs> no, it's like a... I'm gonna try to see if there's a dry fly I can use, but when all else fails, something purple doesn't even have to be a purple tungsten salvation. Purple haze. Anything purple.
1: (laughs) I did send you. So you already referenced it. So I'll reference it again. The. We Every Christmas, we send each other a dozen flies of our choosing, so we'll go to the shop, pick out a dozen flies that look juicy, and send them to the other person, and uh, I think half the box I sent you this year was purple, because the, uh-huh. I will say, I wasn't actually really trying to go out of my way for it, but the, the shop I was at happened to have a ton of purple flies. Like I felt like it was hard for
2: me to escape them. Um, You know what? The shop that I've gotten ear flies at the past couple of years, um, it's North 40 Fly Shop, they have a ton of purple, too, and I gravitate towards them, obviously. Yeah, same. And, yeah, I'm like, oh, Katie must not have a lot of purple in her box. Let's hook her up. Meanwhile, so- it's, like, all I have <laughs> because because we I both have gravitate toward it. I have your flies
1: right here. I think I
2: have your flies right here. Nice. <laughs> so you gave me only, like, three three that are purple, Um. Here's what I like that they're doing nowadays. They have the parachute that's got the different colors. It's not just white. Oh yeah, I saw that. When I, I grabbed that one those. for you,
1: you. Uh, yeah. Oh no, that. No, sorry, that's different. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go through all these flies and describe them over audio for people. But yeah, um, yes, I'm glad that we both have each other's dozen flies on hand, despite the fact that these were received <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm just treasuring
2: that clearly, yeah, clearly haven't done any uh fly box or fly bag nope. organization.
1: nope, haven't even touched it, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I really like that goal i I know that this is not as quantifiable, um right. but it wasn't hard for me to know that I had failed at fly tying, so hopefully it'll also be obvious to you, and it's kind of like we resorted to giving ourselves grades. So maybe maybe the ones that are not like a yes or no are more of a, did you pass the class? I think we'll go <laughs> f- on that scale from now on. Like if it's a, my goal is to go fish this river, then it's a pass fail class. But if sure. your goal is to get better at something, then you're going to give yourself a letter grade. And we're going to shame I you, like if, you if you get less than a C because C's
2: get degrees, okay. but D pluses don't get degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that a lot, and I think that just organically came about on this episode. It's true. It's true.
1: <laughs> every every year we're gonna have some new reference. Last year it was locals, and this oh year is gosh. the grades.
2: The Maybe since I'm in lady.
1: school, so I'm very like grade focused right now. <laughs> so that's all I can think about.
2: I know. I thought about that too. I was like, it's been several many years since I've gotten a grade. Um, I don't even know what. What do you mean, many <laughs> what years? Would be-
1: I feel like you were in school like a year and a half ago. Mm,
2: 2019.
1: (laughs) Okay. Four years ago, whatever (laughs) time flies.
2: And you know what? My goal is one of my goals to never have to get grades again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That'd be nice.
2: I'm almost there. I'm almost there. A couple months left. I know. So anyway, yeah. Just to kind of wrap up on the entomology aspect. Um, you know what? I had a thought and I think I already said it. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I would have, I would edit that out, but I'm not gonna.
2: <laughs> oh, Katie. No, that was
1: too good. I'm gonna leave that one in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you carry on. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you brought up um, that I'm getting married, which is true. That is that is happening in June. Um, and we are planning our honeymoon right now and we are pretty settled on Belize because, um, I used to do a ton of scuba diving, uh, back in the day before I moved to Colorado and that just got killed. Um, but Mike has not gone diving before. So he's going to get certified and we're going to go down and do a dive trip. But I was like, Ooh, if we're going down there, I'm going to do some saltwater fishing. So we've, oh. we've found a couple places. We haven't booked anything yet, but we found a couple places that do like saltwater fly fishing slash diving. And you basically like wake up and tell them what you want to do and they come grab you and you go out and do it and it's like it's almost like an a la carte option um so i don't even know exactly how to um rein in one specific goal because i don't want to say just like go saltwater fly fishing because it seems like that pretty much will happen um so that is my goal like i'm looking forward to that but i guess if i had to place like a you know, a more concrete goal onto it would be to catch like, I don't know, one or two species uh, of saltwater fish, likely bonefish. Um, they also have all kinds of other species down there. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll, um, make it more concrete by saying catch a bonefish this year and then hopefully kind of add on an optional, like I can get extra credit in my grade if (laughs) I catch another fish, (laughs) another species. Um, I need the bonefish for the pass, for the passing, but, uh, I can get I can get an extra credit with uh, any other species.
2: Is that extra credit so you can slack in other goals?
1: Uh, no, this is a, a separate class. Each grade or each goal <laughs> is its own class, so the extra oh. credit only counts toward this goal. So if I don't catch the bonefish, maybe I'm getting a D in the class. But if I catch something else, I can you know raise that grade up to a B plus, oh, you know, by I catching like something else. Um, you are getting really creative. It's yeah. I mean, I'm in that mindset. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh but yeah that is that's my goal catch oh, i've never I'm caught so jealous. any saltwater species on the fly so uh it's and it seems likely it seems like an achievable goal we're going to be there hopefully for a week or so um so it seems really reasonable to catch like a bone fish during that week's time
2: oh yeah i'm so jealous and i'm so excited to hear about that that's one of my favorite that's like the one that you'll obviously not be able to keep secret from me until we do this again next year. Cause I'll be, asking. I'm going to be texting you. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think now that you say that going back to, cause I've never caught uh saltwater fish on the fly either. Um, and when you asked me about Guam, if I would go there and do, you know, fly fishing, mm-hmm. um, or not, I don't even think that would really be achievable. Um, just because they don't have any flats or anything. I picture, you know, fishing for saltwater species in flats and you basically just like go right out and it's just cliff drop-offs into like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet of water. So, um, yeah, so that, that, yeah, is very exciting and I'm very excited to hear about it. And that will be something that, because you go and do it, I will be putting that on lists for the future. Um, but not feasible for my 2023 travel. <laughs> That's fair.
1: That's fair. This is a yeah. a uh, special occasion. So Well, yeah. All right. What's your... Wait. No, this isn't your last one because you've got another half. But yeah, your third one. Right. What's your third one? Third
2: one is a destination one. It's a very achievable... Well, kind of. But it is... Um, yeah, it's a, it's achievable in that I'm going somewhere that I would like to catch a fish on the fly. Okay. Um, so we're going. So we're going to Italy in September. Oh, wait! I'm going. Yeah. I'm
1: going to Europe in September as well. Are you? Know. Where? Yeah, I'm
2: gonna be in France. What? We <laughs> we. <ho, ho>, <laughs> <Oui, oui. laughs>
1: I don't think uh, we're gonna be able to cross paths, but it feels like we're gonna be so close together.
2: I know. Well, tell uh, me more. Well, tell me more. Yeah, so so when we traveled in New Zealand, we met a couple our age who lives in Italy in the northern part, um, in the Dolomites. And they <laughs> told us that we need to come visit them at some point, And we've been talking about it every year since, um, which was in 2019. So it's been four years. And finally putting that in motion, which I'm very excited about. We are going to focus our whole trip in that Northern part. Um, so we'll fly into Milan and then head up North. And I really, I, you know, as, as soon as we kind of started making it a concrete, um, trip and a trip plan, I started looking into if there's fly fishing in that area, which I assume there is because it's mountainous and, um, it kind of sounds like it's a little bit, I, I reached out to the guy, um, guy in the couple to ask him if there's anything that he knows about and he said not really but he also isn't a fisherman um so he just doesn't know anything so I kind of looked a little bit up online and I guess they have marble trout there which I don't know if you've heard of yeah
1: I I think of it in the context of Slovenia um that's where I've heard of them being
2: yeah so I don't really know I looked up a few pictures they kind of look like a tiger trout to me have you seen pictures of them
1: I have. Um, we're actually planning to go to Slovenia in 2024. I think so. That's on my list really? for 2024. Yeah, that's going to be on my goals next year.
2: <laughs> oh, spoiler! This is so <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Uh, but yeah, I have seen pictures.
2: But I guess they have a bunch of they have browns and rainbows and the usual. Um, and I, I'd honestly be happy catching anything because I I think that the marble trout are maybe a little more rare. From what I hear, I haven't done a lot of research. Did you see anything in your research about the Pachini trout? No, what's that?
1: (laughs) It's, I don't know, Puccini trout. P-U-C-C-I-N-I. Really? It's just like the trout I know of from Italy. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's like a subspecies of a brown trout or something, but because it looks kind (laughs) of like a brown trout. If you look it up, um, if I Google it, it's like a brown trout, but the spots are way bigger. Really? Yeah. I haven't Um, heard of them. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I don't know where in Italy they live, but... I had it sitting in my, like, tabs for a long time because I came across it, and I was like, oh, I got to remember this. Uh, yeah. Because we were supposed to go to Italy a couple of years ago, and it ended up falling through because of COVID. But I'm like, oh, if I ever get back to Italy, I got to catch the puccini trout.
2: The puccini. Um, When I Google that, it comes up as puccini brown trout. Is that what you said?
1: Uh, I just said puccini trout, but I said it might be, like, a subspecies because it looks wow. kind of like a brown trout with giant spots.
2: Those are gorgeous. Yeah,
1: it okay. looks it looks like it might be a like a subspecies. I'm not sure, but
2: well, that might be. I mean, I think that's asking a little too much if um I put a particular species on.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're going to Italy and like try to catch a fish. That's yeah, a totally because reasonable goal. it's
2: not a fishing trip um anyway, and we're only gonna be there for t- nine or ten days, so it will be lucky if we even get the chance. Because Jarrett was looking it up and. It looks like it's a little complicated to get the licenses for Italy. I'm not quite sure. So we have to re- do a lot of okay. research.
1: Well, every trip so. is a fishing trip with the right attitude, Mel.
2: <laughs> You're not a fisherman if you think otherwise.
1: Right. Well, that's a that's a fun goal. I'm really excited to hear how that one goes. Like, I actually really like all of your goals. Like, I, I'm oh. excited to hear how all of them go.
2: Well, thanks. Same with you. I mean, why else would you come up with a goal if you didn't want to talk about it later? Well,
1: I, I guess I, the difference is like last year, some of our goals were like, go to this place. And it's like, I don't know what place you're That's talking true. about. So it's not that exciting for me to hear about. Like I, if it if you go and it goes well, I'm excited to hear the story. But like, I don't know what river you're talking about or you don't know what lake I'm talking about. So, but all of all the, the ones today, I feel like you've said enough that I feel kind of like connected to it. Like I'm, in, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm invested in it. So I'm curious to hear how that goes.
2: Nice. Yeah. All
1: right. My last one. Um, This is the one that I like, I couldn't think of a third one. And then um, I realized that this is one that's kind of been like lingering. Uh, So I did one of these this year. I would like to do another one this coming year. Uh, It's called the fastest known fish. Have I told you about the fastest known fish? Okay. So the flyathlon, you're familiar with the flyathlon that I do each year. The founder of that has, he's big into trail running and fly fishing, which is how the flyathlon came about. Um, and are you familiar with the concept of fastest known time for like trail running?
2: Uh, I mean, probably not because it's so, yeah. Okay. So it's like an,
1: an FKT fastest known time. And it's like people logging routes on their, their, uh, watches, you know, like I ran this peak in three hours and 12 minutes and that's the fastest known time that anyone has logged on their watch running this particular route that's like, you know, in the system. Um, and so people go out and try to achieve these fastest known times on like trail runs, on skis, on bikes, and all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Andrew, the founder of the flyathlon, came up with the fastest known fish, which is kind of the same thing, but you got to catch a fish while you're there or it doesn't count. Oh, I like that. So it's like the fastest person to you know, run to this lake, catch a fish, and get back to the trailhead. Like who's done that exact route the fastest? And there's like variations of it where, um, you know, one way. So it's like run up there, catch a fish, and then stop the clock. Run up there, catch a fish, come back, stop the clock. Uh, You can link multiple species together. So it could be like run to one lake, catch one species, run to the next lake, catch another species, and then come back. You can like craft pretty custom routes. Um, And he posts them on the website, and then people can challenge the existing time. So if someone goes in and sees a listing that they're like, oh, I can do that faster than that, they can go up and try to, you know, catch a fish faster in that lake than somebody else. Um, oh, and so awesome. I did, I did one this year and it was slow. Like anyone who attempts to beat it is probably going to be, but
2: got, you set a record because you're I the first it. one to do it. <laughs> I said, yeah,
1: that's, that's my strategy is just to set a bunch of firsts <laughs> so yeah. I can do it as fast as I want. Um, I did run. I didn't, I didn't walk it. I ran slash walked it, you know, I'd slow down when I needed to because it's, it is like running up a mountain, you know, I'm not going to be running yeah. the whole time, um, but it was relatively slow, and the fishing was not as good as I expected. So it took me longer than it should have to catch a fish, um, which which hurt me. But <laughs> this year, I'd like to just set my goal is to set another one, um, or beat oh. one, or beat one. But it's unlikely because the people setting them are often like really good runners. And what I have on my side is that I generally can catch a fish pretty quickly, uh. But the yeah. running is is slow for me, and so. <laughs> If I see one that's posted that I think I can beat, I'll try it. But if not, I'll just try to set a new route um, and someone can beat that. it down the road. But it will it's just fun to like have your name on there for even a brief moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm really excited to hear about that one too.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't know um, where, where I would do it yet. You know, you can pick whatever route you want. You can, so I'd like to craft something fun. Like maybe that's another thing is instead of just picking what seems like low hanging fruit, like maybe, you know, find a, a lake I've really been wanting to go to or a species I've wanted to catch or, or something like that. Um, yeah. To just make it something I'm I'm looking forward to and kind of kill two birds with one stone. Right.
2: Cool. So That's it. Uh, did, I can't remember if you had already mentioned, but where are those posted?
1: Um, I forget the exact URL, uh, but if you look up like running rivers, running rivers is the organ, like the nonprofit organization that he runs. Um, and I'm sure if you Googled running rivers, fastest known fish, it would come up and you'd navigate either. I don't know if I still have the record for mine. I don't know if anyone broke it. I didn't look, um, if, if no one did, it's because they ran out of time before it started snowing, (laughs) (laughs) not because it was unattainable.
2: Right. Give yourself more credit, Katie. I mean, you, um, you should you should do one too, just for fun. Is it only? I guess is there a location um, restriction? I don't think okay. so,
1: because I think kind of the whole point is that you do it like wherever you want, your own time. On your you're own supposed time. to send him your plan beforehand so he can approve it because, um, you know, there's there's some rules about you know you can't do it on private land. It needs to be accessible by other people. So, okay. so I like sent him my plan ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm gonna go to this lake, start at this trailhead, like a very basic, ah. uh, just to have him say yes. That and I think there's a link on the on the website that says contact me here to get your route like approved before you go. But I think if you choose public land and it's a place with fish that you can legally fish, there there would be no problems with you choosing whatever route you want. Ah,
2: huh. so that's awesome. Yeah. Here's my question: What if you get up there and you're like. I caught my fish, but I kind of want to stay.
1: So that's that's where the one-way exists. Oh. So I did I did a round-trip version because I had something to be back for anyway. So I ran up mm. there, caught like one. I think I stayed for one extra because I was like, I came the whole way here. But then I yeah. left because I had something to get back for. But the one-way the one allows you to run up, catch your fish, and uh, stop the clock while you're still up there. So then you can keep fishing. Oh, and you have to drink a, a beer on the way at some point.
2: Of course too. you do. Why, why uh, wouldn't
1: you? Well, it's required <laughs> in the rules that there has to be, I think, okay. I think for adults, it's like an alcoholic beverage, but if you don't drink alcohol, um, you can substitute something of equal, I, I don't know what, how he would phrase it, but basically like it's supposed to make the run a little bit harder. Uh, so, <laughs> so he said like a kid could drink like, you know, a half gallon of milk or something and that could count <laughs> like a substitute for the beer because it's just going to be make you miserable as you run. The same way that drinking, I... like, a, a heavy stout would make an adult, like, <laughs> hate their life when they're running.
2: This contest just got exponentially better.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, take a look. Take a look, and you can see what the uh, rules are. <laughs> that is so
2: great. But it's just, I like, a fun way to, to
1: It's a fun way to get up and see a new place. And I also um, was pleasantly surprised with how it allowed me to fit fishing in in a window that I hadn't previously done. Because I normally wouldn't run to a lake catch a fish or two and then run back. I would hike up Mm -hmm. there, fish for like three hours and come back, which is great. And I love staying up there for a longer time. But then I feel like I have to dedicate a whole day to it. And I fit this in before like 1030 a.m. And it was like, oh, I could go fishing before like a lunch date with somebody and get to an alpine lake and catch fish and get back in time for whatever appointment I've got. So it kind of like opened my eyes to uh, the ability to fit more fishing into my life.
2: Oh, this is a fabulous segue to my other half goal. Perfect. We'll wrap up with this one. Okay. So on that note of feeling like you can do a little fishing outing in a very short window, I feel like I need to work on uh, having the, hmm, not drive, but just the feeling, I guess that I don't have to going fishing doesn't have to be a full day or weekend dedication. And the reason that I thought about this is because I was driving back from Bozeman today. Um, and I thought, you know what, I don't really have plans the rest of the afternoon until this podcast with Katie, like I have three hours that I could burn, somewhere along the way had i packed my fly fishing gear and i didn't have it in my car and i drove right past rat creek i drove right past like the blackfoot i mean i drove past- oh, you could
1: have you could have finished the goal to, on the way home <laughs> you can do i think the rule is that you can do it up until the day we record the next one like it doesn't have to be in 2022 it has to be between podcast episodes. So you've gotten yes. to like probably mid-January because that's when we'll mm-hmm. likely keep doing this after the holidays have okay. settled down and everything. So yeah, right. just for the future. You could have done it, but you well, failed. <laughs>
2: crap. <laughs> I got a big fat F and I could have gotten yeah. an A. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I just feel like maybe it's because I have the mentality that I don't have access really, really close to me whereas i think you have a river or something that you can go 15 minutes away yeah. and you can do for an hour a couple hours in the evening or something um and for myself i i've always had this feeling just kind of where i live that it either has to be a full day or um and my day is shot once i go and by shot i mean like i've done something that i love but <laughs> i just have no time to i went
1: i went fishing <laughs> oh no <laughs> right <laughs> no but I feel like as I don't know I feel like you're probably this way too I like getting things done and if I'm not mm-hmm. getting things done you know I'm feeling stressed so if I if I go somewhere for an hour and like don't catch anything it's like well you know I, what could I have gotten done in that time you know th- there is like yeah. a stress element to it when you haven't dedicated time set aside to going and join this activity it feels like it's taking it's it's encroaching on the time that you had set aside to do things Yes,
2: exactly. Yeah. So I think just having even you know, throwing my some gear in my car and mm-hmm. always having it in there and because I do a lot of driving and a lot of road trips and if I have an hour or two that I can stop somewhere and fish something that I otherwise would literally buzz right by every single time that I drive um would be really would be really cool. And so I think that was that um segue where you're like I I did that um fastest fish in before 10:30 a.m. I'm like that is awesome and this is kind of one of those things that I'd like to work on just you know and also when you're out there not feeling like you said um like your to-do list is waiting and um you should be elsewhere doing something
1: yeah but i mean part of it's just perspective too like how much time do you spend each day scrolling social media or you know wandering around like cleaning things that don't actually need to be cleaned or like whatever else that you feel like you're uh you're at home and therefore maybe you're being productive but you're actually not really getting anything done it's like okay you add up all that time over the course of a week do you think you could fit in like those that many hours (laughs) some morning to go fishing instead like probably it's just Mm -hmm. like a matter of getting all your stuff together and going and doing it um so that's something i've i haven't like made it a concrete goal but i've done the same thing where i'm like i'm gonna start storing stuff in my car including like a built-up rod that way if i'm ever driving past somewhere and i've got time i could take out i could get out and take like 10 casts and like so yeah. what you know it might take me 30 minutes and if i don't catch anything so what
2: yeah yeah cool well
1: i like that All goal. Right, well, half goal yeah
2: that's yeah
1: <laughs> it's a two credit it's a two credit class yeah <laughs> well that's a wrap did you
2: have any you didn't have any others right
1: no no And I love how we started this before we started recording like oh this one's probably gonna go like 40 minutes we should keep it shorter and I don't know what we're at we're at 45 minutes on this half since our audio cut out and the first one was 40 minutes so I think we've hit our normal time um this is just what happens when we talk I guess and yeah and people don't like it they can leave (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, let's do the same thing again. This time I have accountability written down and underlined. So mm-hmm. I'm going to send you an email sometime in the next couple of days. I'll put it on my to do list. Um, okay. you know, these are the items that I have to turn down fishing to do is to get through my to do mm-hmm. list of sending you accountability emails about how we're going to fish more.
2: Uh, <laughs> Instead and, of going fishing, you have to do that first yes. because it's on your to do list. Yeah.
1: And I'm going to list our goals in there. So we have a reference and then I'm going to snooze it. I'm going to make this email pop back into my inbox in a couple of months so I can't ignore Ooh. it. So we're going to get real technologically advanced for this, with this goal setting this year. Cause we're, like we're going to pass these classes.
2: Heck yeah, we are. I don't, I'm not coming to you with an F again. No way. Mm-mm. No, that's embarrassing. <laughs> 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 Truly. <Yeah. laughs> Started with an F. <laughs> Never had right. an F in my life.
1: Well, let's wrap this up. Um, I, I i don't know how to wrap these up with with you because there's no there's not like a topic that we've been talking about really but um, I know. thanks for talking again i'm glad sure. that you've been like my most frequently recurring guest and looking forward to the next time we do one of these i'm honored katie thank you so much <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening uh don't forget to head over to the website fishuntamed.com for all episodes and show notes and also please subscribe on your favorite podcasting app That'll get my episodes delivered straight to your phone. And also, if you have not yet, please consider going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating or review. That's very helpful for me, and I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, Other than that, thank you guys again for listening, and I will be back in two weeks. Bye, everybody.